Tonight I'm going to talk a little bit about honesty, honesty with ourselves, honesty with each other, and how sometimes that gets twisted up in different ways. Everybody in our house has been sick for a few days, and it's led to some very off schedules and lack of sleep and just general activity disturbance for everybody. And last night, my daughter got up and she was using part of her room decor a little poof she could sit on that looks like a tree stump to try to climb to get the key on top of the door to get herself out you see my girl's a wanderer and you never know what she's going to do or where she's going to go which is an amazing thing in a child, but also a little scary in the middle of the night as a parent. And I asked her what she was doing, because we had found her climbing, and she said to get the key, to get the key because the door was locked. And I didn't even know we had a key up there, but we did. Explained to her no more climbing. We don't climb in bed. We don't climb in our room. We just have to sleep. We're here to sleep. And many of you are probably wondering why I think it's a good idea to to keep my kid in her room. But it's the only it's the only way I can be sure she won't get up and walk out the front door in the middle of the night. Because she could, and she has. Not in the night, but during the day, she's just walked out. Anyways, tonight, I found her doing the same thing with, we have one of those anywhere chairs from Pottery Barn, and I have it set up, and I made a fairy reading nook garden getaway for her in her room. I I did lights, I did flowers and crystals and pocket watches and the whole room was Alice in Wonderland themed. So I just, I had this idea that that's what I wanted to do when we moved into our new house was that it was going to be her wonderland and I have her on the wall, sizing up a Jabberwocky. I'm not going to lie, I think it's pretty good for an amateur. I'm not, you know, well, I guess I am a professional artist in some ways. But I was pretty proud of how it came out. And so the whole room has been themed of Wonderland and I had parts of trees that were hooks to put hats on 
well, those became climbing features, so those are coming down. I had playing cards, some with legs and faces, some with no, and those keep falling down. Everything keeps, everything I've put up has kept falling down. what it is about our walls, but nothing wants to fucking stick. And it's been frustrating because I feel like I just want to finish it, but I can't finish it because things keep unraveling around me and around her. And Anyways, so this beautiful arbor, we'll call it. It's like a wooden frame of a house decorated with flowers and butterflies and kind of all sorts of magical things, all pocket watches and <sighs> all to the theme of making this a wonderland for her and the theme of she must be a wildflower because she is. I know I have to take it down tomorrow and I can put it back up when she's older but for her safety do I want to admit that I have a three-year-old who's strong enough to probably drag that thing over to the door and use it to try to climb out so she can't climb out for her safety I have to take it down for now I know it's not forever but you see, when we moved, when I was designing all this, I was very much still in postpartum and nesting mode at the same time, which was hard because in theory I would have been expecting. But I wasn't. Not anymore. And so when we moved into our new house, the three of us that are here, I felt like I just stupidly, I don't know, passionately, ironically, I put everything into this room, making this a wonderland and an escape for her with books and flowers and doorways and I just want it to be magic. I really just wanted it to be a magic place for her to go and sleep and this is where the honesty comes in because I also did it for me and I know I did because in my heart and in my head I still couldn't get past the fact that I should be also doing a nursery 
but I wasn't. I'm not. People say, Jackie, you just gotta get, gotta get through this. You gotta get over it. It happened. You gotta move on. I'm not there yet. I think until we figure out what the direction our family is going in and where it's gonna lead us, I. I don't know how much closure I'm going to find before then, but I do know that I'm trying and I just want to make something magic. Her room in our old house was pretty much entirely Harry Potter and stuff I had made for our wedding and decorations I kept from our wedding that I had made signs and I felt like that was the most magic thing I could do and then turns out JK Rowling is not exactly the most magical human being herself and I every time I walked in there I felt like just so guilty even though most of it was, I made myself, it wasn't proprietary. It just, I felt like I couldn't. This wasn't the lesson I wanted to teach. It doesn't mean the stories aren't still magical for people. And there are people who do better that in separating the author from the work. But so angry that someone could profit off of people's, groups of people's and then deny their existence (sighs) I know there's a lot of things wrong with the Potter stories like canonically and racially and there's a lot of issues For me, it was, for me, it was magic, and then it wasn't, and then I had this miracle baby, and then I didn't, and so all of this processing trying to process all this. It was just been such a shit show. And I love my daughter more than anything in the world. And I am 100% complete with her. And I want to make sure that is absolutely clear. That these are two separate compartmentalized things. Of my star down here on earth, my Evain, and I have my star up in the sky. And what the future holds for any of us, I don't know. But I do know that I'd be lying 
I wouldn't be being honest with anyone if I said that what I put into doing for her room was solely for her. It was an outlet for me. It was a chance for me to make something different, choose a different path, choose a different ending. I look at Evie and I look at how she sees the world and I know she sees the world like it is a wonderland and she sees the fairies and the spirits and everything around her and she sees the magic and it's because I've worked so hard to give that to her not just in a room of a theme but in general and she she doesn't back down from anything I know she would stand up to that Jabberwocky (laughs) I put it on the wall and I thought maybe maybe that was something I should have thought about first Maybe I shouldn't have done something scary in a kid's room. And she looked at it for the first time when it was done. And she's like, Mama, it's so beautiful. And I just thought, I've done something right with her and with everything. And it's all going to be okay. I'm so tired of fighting myself. I'm so tired of not knowing what the future is. I'm so tired of my body not working the way that I want it to, whether that be to speak clearly, walk steadily, get pregnant easily or intentionally without science that doesn't seem to be an option well I guess it was but it didn't it couldn't anyways four years ago today I went in for an IUI and it's the one that stuck and a week later or so it was my birthday and I was so sick and I know that's when she stuck and I was so tired and I couldn't figure out why and then we found out right before Christmas that this procedure had worked and we were did not have to move forward with IVF for this (laughs) next round. We were potentially going to have Evie. I worried so much throughout the whole pregnancy that something was going to go wrong. I was so scared the whole time (laughs) because I knew 
in my heart, I'd always blame myself. And then it would be my fault if something happened. And I know that's not how it works, but when it's happening inside of you, it is different. I'm sorry. When it's happening inside of you, your perspective is different. And even though I know I couldn't have done anything differently to save my other baby, because we we couldn't have, we just, I know rationally it wasn't my fault, but, you know, being who I am, I can't help but obsess over the fact that I ruined this. And that's how I spent the first pregnancy I had, was just worried what I was going to do wrong. And I'm going to be honest, I fucking hated being pregnant. I mean, it was awful. Some people love it. And kudos to them because, you know, if, if you can do it, great. Uh, it was nothing like what I thought it was going to be. And it was horrible and uncomfortable. And honestly, probably the best part of it was having a C-section and just, that was the easiest part. (laughs) You know, having surgery to (laughs) retrieve her. Um, yeah. She's here and she's perfect. She's odd and she's weird and she's quirky and she's smart. She's so smart. And she plays me and I try to get her to go to bed. She's sick and she's screaming for me because she knows I can hear her. And I wish some days we go back to just the crying. Just, just crying not crying mama i need you mama i need you come here come back because every time i hear that it kills me just a little bit but i know i have to let her i know i have to let her do her thing too she's gotta she's gotta rest i've got to figure out what's best for her and her health and you know little sicky as she is, I need her to rest. (sighs) I'm just tired tonight. I'm tired because I'm not feeling great. I'm tired because... I just... It's exhausting feeling like nothing I'm doing is sticking I'm throwing pasta at the wall and waiting for a piece to stick I just I 
to be doing that nursery as well as her room. And I'm embarrassed that I know that a lot of it was for me and not just for her because it should have just been for her. I keep fighting because I feel like what kind of mother would I be if I didn't try to fight to get this baby back and I know it's not the same I know but in my head and my heart I feel like there's this child out there that's waiting And until I exhaust every option, I won't give up trying to bring them home. And whatever happens will be what's right for our family because the decisions we make are based on all of us. Before it was based on me and my husband, and now it's based on me and my husband and my daughter. And everything is more calculated because we have to go through science to do all these things. So there is not, you know, pregnancy on a whim. No, apparently there was once, but I don't know how that happened. And I don't know if that's a wake-up call, and I don't know if that's also, I wonder if that was... I spent a year and a half thinking it's a sign that we are supposed to have someone else as part of our family down here on earth and lately I've started to second guess everything and wondered maybe it's trying to show me that it, we are whole as who we are I don't know I don't know what the answer is Thursday. It's the tea, my honesty tea. Y'all, I, I try to hold it together the best I can, and sometimes I know I don't do a very good job of that. And I've been putting so much into trying to get this group stable and on the books and registered and turn it into a nonprofit because I think that's really where we need to be. But fuck. Sometimes I need. Sometimes I need the grace I'm trying to show other people. So bear with me if sometimes I'm a little bit weepy and a little bit off because I'm really not trying to be and I'm not trying to... We never do anything to take away from anyone's journey. But... I 
I can't help how I feel. And part of the reason I started this community was because I know how it feels to be left alone, to be saying things and nobody understands them, to be in therapy and explaining what you went through and have no one understand what you're talking about. And feeling like you're going mad at the same time because you know, you know what happened. You were there. And you can't verbalize it. You can't get people to believe you. You can't reconcile with any of it. Or you can reconcile with some of it and that is less healthy. We all need to be seen and we all need to be heard. And I thank you for whoever listened tonight to my ramblings and self-pity moments. I know it sounds so stupid and superficial, but the hardest part is I connect that with, I connect the dots, and I know why that tugs at me more than it should. (laughs) And I'm so ready to move forward. I'm just waiting for that sign. Waiting for that sign. So tomorrow I'll do some dismantling and clean some things up and make it a safer, more comfortable place in there. Well, not more comfortable, but a safer place. And I will do what's best for my girl because that's what this is all about. And I will close a little bit of that chapter and think of new ways that I can, new ways that I can bring magic into your room without, you know, giving her uh, literally things to climb through over on top of out of anywhere I just I can never guess what she's going to do and and that is amazing and the way her mind works is fascinating but safety first and so tomorrow we're gonna do some some safety features for our girl and we're going to do some healing for all of us too and I'm here for you if you need to talk or reach out or just vent to about any of this but I think miscarriage is one of those things that people don't talk about it's one of those hidden things And so many people have gone through it that there's so 
not a good reason for it to be kept in silence and hushed and shameful. I mean, I feel ashamed, but I feel ashamed because I feel like I personally made up. I personally was responsible. That's why I feel ashamed. I don't feel ashamed of what happened and I don't feel ashamed of talking about it. But that is my own issue to get through. So, tonight, I'm gonna sit down with some, some hot chocolate and my dogs. You can probably hear snoring because sometimes they pop up in the background and I'm sorry, but I usually middle of the night is when I can get stuff done because I'm a mom first and yeah so I wish for you all in this season of giving to give yourself the grace of honesty with yourself and forgive whatever's in your heart that you're struggling with. And if you can't do it yourself, find somebody to talk to because in every situation there is a light. I promise you there's a light. And with that light pinpointing that light is how we get to the other side of the darkness <laughs>